Welcome to Story Tadpole, the podcast where I can tell my stories. My name's Eric Grossman. This story is called Being Good. I also would like to say that this story does contain some explicit language. I was a smart kid. I proved it by telling my friends facts that I learned from reading Encyclopedia Britannica. One day I was on fire with the facts. I told Joey that a lady mallard could have more than 12 ducklings following her around at any given time. I told Tom that Hindus had 330 million gods and goddesses. When I told Ronnie that lightning turned sand to glass, she said she already knew that. When I told her the noise from snapping your fingers actually comes from your middle finger hitting the palm of your hand, she said that I was full of it. So I gave her the finger. I told my friend Bill that people just don't appreciate the facts anymore, and he nodded his head in agreement. We were seven. We thought we knew things. Well, we did know some things. We knew that when we unrolled our brown paper bags at lunch, there was going to be food there. We knew that you could always trade your veggies to Stephen for his fruit gushers because Stephen was an idiot and liked health food. I once got in a fight with Vice Principal O'Leary because he kept claiming that he'd heard me call some kid named Rick Donovan a piece of fuck. I told Vice Principal O'Leary that it was a ridiculous accusation and that he should be arrested. He looked at me like there was nothing I could say to prove to him I was innocent. When he asked me why I did it, I told him to shove it. Then I gave him the finger. I got sent home early from school that day. Mother told me she'd heard what I said to Rick Donovan and then scolded me because my insult didn't make any sense. She told me that there's just no such thing as a piece of fuck, that you gotta call someone the whole thing, that you can't just split it up like that. Fucks are unsplittable, were her exact words. For clarification, I asked my mother if fucks were then like protons and that you can't split them in two. Honey, she said, if you split a proton, you get a nuclear explosion. Mother, I said, first of all, that's if you split the nucleus of a uranium atom. And secondly, it's nuclear, not nuclear. I got a slap for that. But hey, facts are facts. Later, I got a call from Mr. O'Leary. He said that our conversation would determine whether or not I got suspended from school. Great, I thought. Yet another case of a white man abusing his power just so that everyone knows how fabulous he is. The thought made me so angry that I had to say what I was thinking out loud to Mr. O'Leary. That's how both world wars started, I said. He coughed a stupid cough and then told me that one day I too would be a white man. It was true, I guess. I didn't have a proper comeback, so I told him he would never marry and that's how I got suspended. What a load of bull. I spent the next three days with mother at home. She told me I was not to leave the house and that I was grounded. It was ridiculous. With no one to share my facts with, I just about went crazy. I told mother so many facts that she said I was giving her factitis, a disease caused by being told too many facts. So basically I said to her, your small little brain atrophies when it starts to get smart. And for that I got grounded, even though I was already grounded. It was inception. What a load of bull. 
She said I couldn't play video games the entire time that I was suspended. When I asked her if that meant I couldn't even play Tetris, she said that we didn't own Tetris. I told her to shove it and that I wished I lived with a mother that would buy me good games, like Tetris. I shouldn't have said that because then mother grounded me so bad I could barely even breathe. Well, I could breathe, but you get the idea. It was such bull. She put a padlock on the outside of the door to my room and would feed me meals by slipping plates beneath the door. I hollered and hollered. This food is cold and you're an awful cook. You're not my real mother. This is why Pop left you. At that last comment, she ran to the door. I could hear her frantically spinning the padlock. She was going to spank me. That wily lady, I thought, if she thinks a beating will do me good, she's got another thing coming. I heard the click and the door opened. I'd never seen my mother's face so red. You no good piece of fuck, she said. I ran to the corner of my room and held a pillow in front of my head for protection. You can't have a piece of fuck, I yelled. It's either the whole thing or nothing at all. She grabbed the pillow, but I was pretty strong for a kid. She pulled. I pulled. The pillow erupted in a poof of feathers and we both fell backwards. My back hit the wall. Her head hit the corner of the bed frame. The lady was out cold. I shook her shoulder, but she didn't get up. I knew I was going to be grounded even more for this. Blood started pooling behind her head, staining the carpet. Mom, I shouted, get up. The lady just did not want to stir. Stop playing, I said, just get up. I took her cell phone out of her pocket and dialed 911. What's your emergency? There's blood coming from my mother's head. She's unconscious. Unconscious means... He cut me off, the bastard. I know what unconscious means, he said. What's your address? Fuck you, I said, and hung up. I ran to my neighbor's house and knocked hard on the door three times. Miss Frey opened the door. I told her that mother was knocked unconscious, and then I told her what unconscious meant, in case she didn't know. A kind lady Miss Frey was. She didn't interrupt me. Without a word, she called 911 and then ran over to assess the situation. Mother wasn't dead, but she had to stay in the hospital for three days, which meant I could play as many video games as I wanted during my suspension. I felt bad, though, and the games weren't as fun as they should have been. I visited my mother in the hospital and told her I was real sorry and that I would never do stuff like that again. I also said she was a good mom. She started to cry and we hugged. It was quite a moment. Since then, I've been a better kid. That's the end of the story. Thank you for listening. Uh, I just want to clarify that this is not a true story. And mom, if you ever hear this, I love you. And know that this does not reflect at all how you treated me because you were an excellent mother and hopefully I was not as bad of a kid as was portrayed in this story. Anyways, I hope that you all enjoyed this podcast. Um, my email is in the description for the podcast. You can email me if you like the story or if you have any questions. See you next time.